0: And we're live.
1: Welcome back to Screencast, everyone. My name is Nick Scarpino, and I will be taking you through this movie television and streaming journey today. Uh, Alongside me, we have the movie bros herself, Joey Noel.
2: What's up, everybody? Nick, I thought of you this morning.
1: uh, Oh, look at you. You know there you go. Joey, Coke it's like, brothers. well, I guess it's noon. That's a bad thing to say. Coke friends. We'll say Coke <laughs> friends, not Coke, Coke brothers. <laughs> brothers. Coke brothers <laughs> are <laughs> a whole different, different ball, of ball of wax that we probably shouldn't compare ourselves to. And of course, producing the show today and co-hosting and anchoring is the big dog, Kevin Coelho. Oh, oh. There it is. Uh of course uh we love you all out there and thank you so much for your continued support. Uh and we want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers for this month, Mohammed Mohammed or Momo Squared, uh Blackjack, Razak, Al, the Predator Tribesman, and Kono the Barbarian, is what we're calling him now. That's a new That's thing. That's a good one. That's a, That's a good one. one. Now, I don't know who uh, – Andy said that someone from the chat the other day or somewhere from the community gave us that. So I can't take credit for that. Uh, but I will – Andy got it from it someone, so we'll give credit to that person. But I will take credit for uh, any idea that Andy comes up with. Are we clear I'm on sorry. this? Yeah, So yeah, if, Andy, if it if originates in Andy, in other words, it's It's, it's basically you
0: is what you're saying. Yeah, got it. I'm just yeah. saying it. I'm uh, Can it. we take a moment to like shout out how cool Joey's emote is? I love it so much. Oh, thank you. It's the one that –
1: Wait, is there from are you talking the, about in the chat?
0: Yeah, in the chat.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, let, ch- let me. From this the up, Pokemon
2: Snap video that Tim and I did. It was oh. the male oh. one. I just oh, look very I excited.
1: It. Throw them up in the chat. So, so I like uh, the, I
2: the juxtaposition between this one and then the one of Jen, where it's like oh, the yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. but just very different emotions coming out.
1: Well, Jen's is facing There's the concern. other way. There's concern and in Jen's. And it's, and it's, yeah, Jen's is more like, oh no. Like, did that, doll- that dog just fall down? You know, like when you yeah. see a kid fall down, you're like, he's going to be okay. Oh my God. There's that one moment where you're like... Th- yeah, like, is that kid dead? Um, oh, is no. that kid dead? Did, did the kid he hit die? his head? We need to go to the hospital. They- exactly. That's like, oh, no, yours is like a movie that I like just came out, and I'm excited about it.
2: Exactly. That's exactly yeah.
1: how I feel. That- Much that's like where it is. King of Staten uh, Island. I'm just- exactly, which we'll be talking <laughs> about later, Kevin. Good segue. Of course, uh, this is the kind of funny screencast where we get together every week and we talk about all the movie news and a bunch of movies we've been watching and we're now doing a new thing called The Nicklist where uh, every week we go through a few movies that you guys suggest uh, or something that we've been watching in our personalized and want to bring to your attention whether they be good, uh, moderately good or just abominations and I can't wait <laughs> to see.
0: Moderately good, I like that
1: a lot. I, I can't wait to see where Color Out of Space lands on everyone's uh, list. To have
0: this conversation about that. Me
1: too. And, and The Vast of Night for that matter because The Vast of Night is a movie that I've seen a lot of really good feedback on and i will say right now i'd like to be swayed into the positive on this one because i'm pretty <laughs> not i'm not digging Thank this movie you. right now i'm not I either don't understand should
2: it we just start with nicholas
1: no no, no 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 this is joey good good podcasts seed it out you seed it out but then you make everyone wait through the, the, the movie news that, yeah and then and then we get to that in a second um of course, uh, just a couple housekeeping items. We have a great online merchandise store at kindoffunny.com slash store where you can check out our new stuff like the PSI Love You shirt. Uh, and of course, our Pride shirt is still on sale. It is Pride Month. Uh, and we love celebrating that. We have an awesome shirt that was designed by Andy and is one of my favorite things to wear because uh, it looks really cool on camera. Am I wearing it today? No, but I was wearing it yesterday or two <laughs> days ago. So I swear to God, I wear it all the time. Uh, and it's one of my wife's favorite shirts. I don't know if you guys know hey. that or not little known piece of trivia. She know loves that, that one. Uh, also, this show is brought to you by our sponsor today, the Undies. But we will get to that later. Uh, first news story I thought was really cool. Joey, I think you dropped this in the Slack channel or maybe Kevin did. But Fortnite is doing a movie night, and uh, which is cool. They're, they're showing three uh, Christopher Nolan classics. Uh, over the course of the next few days, uh, let me get, let me read this story. This comes from, if you guys want to read the full story, it's over on GameSpot. But as many of Fortnite's entertainment-centric events, this will take place in Fortnite Party Royale, uh, the special playlist where combat is disabled. It's too bad, it'd be fun. Uh, depending on where you live, you'll see one of three different Nolan films, Inception, Batman Begins, or The Prestige. Can't recommend it. I, those are all great movies can't recommend yeah. those enough uh those in the united states will be able to see inception at three different times over the course of the day um let's see 8 a.m eastern time 8 p.m and then 11 p.m uh those this in is the tomorrow UK, correct i'm yeah sorry i don't think i copied that paragraph let me bring up the full article uh hot on the heels of announcing Fortnite's next concert, of epic games is preparing for something else that strays outside of the confines of what you'd expect from the battle royale game or any game this friday june 26th, you'll be able to jump in the game to watch the full christopher nolan movies as part of Fortnite. Movie night, Um, and again, that schedule for anyone in the United States is Inception's happening tomorrow five a uh, five a.m. and eight a.m. So five a.m. PT, PT, uh, five p.m. PT, and then uh, eight fifty five p.m. Pacific time, and you guys can do the math on those because Eastern time still scares me. I don't understand it. I never (laughs) will. I know it's just three hours, but sometimes then there's Scottsdale time. I don't understand. Uh, And then of course,
0: time that's the thing. Is that because Arizona doesn't do? daylight savings that's it that's the no it's, it's just because
1: there's a bunch of old people that it moves lower uh the prestige
0: <laughs> quick question joey do you know anything yeah. about how this works like how do i watch this movie you're always on top of stuff
2: so i i mean i don't know because i haven't done this yet but you know how like when you choose all the different like you can play solos you can play duos you can play
1: whatever one of them I just th- watching creative
2: i think that it, one of them is i forget okay. what like, the exact phrasing nick said it's not it's a party royale maybe it's called Party Royale,
1: yeah. So you go in; it's just like a giant, a giant battle royale, but there's no, uh, there's no fighting at all. You just walk yeah. around. And there's, if you guys want to check it out, I mean, they've done concert events. I think Travis Scott did one where yeah, people go, and you, cool. it feels like you're at a concert in the mm-hmm. game, and you're watching it on stage, and there's stuff going on. It's, it's really, really. I mean, it looks cool, honestly. Yeah. Um, and the only disappointing thing about this for me is that a, uh, I still don't understand how Fortnite works, and b, I can't watch Inception. Because I'm waiting for Tim to tell us when we're going to do Christopher <laughs> Nolan in review. And so every weekend, my wife, we have it queued up on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And my wife goes, hey, you want to watch Inception? And I'm like, oh, and she does it now just to screw with me. She knows <laughs> that I can't watch it. So we see it. She's like, you want like yeah, to watch Inception? And I was like, Timothy, you know I'm that like- I cannot watch this movie. I know. She likes to turn the screws. Uh, but for anyone who is a Fortnite fan or uh, haven't seen any of these movies, uh, I don't know that necessarily this is the the way you should potentially watch it the first time, uh, especially Inception, because Inception is kind of a movie you have to pay attention to. Uh, but it's really, really, really cool that they're doing this. And it's kind of a fun thing, especially if you're still uh, sheltered in place. Uh, I think yeah. it's cool.
2: I'm excited. I do want to jump in just to see just to what feel it the looks like, like and what yeah. the format is and stuff. Um God, I, wish I, I think it could get it's a, back into that. Like, game. yeah. I still think that Nolan is a weird tie-in that they've done cuz this is also they also um premiered the Tenant trailer in Fortnite and I don't really that's a weird mashup for <laughs> me personally, but
1: I don't know. I mean, I know. you know. It's a
2: cool guest bed, I guess.
1: I think it's cool that they're doing weird stuff like that. I mean, Tenet is a movie that obviously I don't know too much about, but it's it plays with a lot of crazy sci-fi stuff. So, hey, why not have a, a crazy premiere for one of the trailers? It makes sense. And oh, Christopher right. Nolan is definitely one of those guys that's not afraid to confuse the shit out of his audience. So, <laughs> you know, kudos <laughs> okay. to you, Chris Tennant, because Inception, there's like a dream within a dream. And there's a there's a totem, and you spin it. And if it's thought, I don't know.
0: They I'm go multiple, <laughs> multiple layers deep.
1: They go deep. They While go they're deep in the dream, psyche.
0: they go into another dream. If uh, by the way, if
1: you went that many layers into my deep psyche, you'd no, find a sad not. little boy eating a box of donuts. That's what you have just in a room by himself, eating a box of donuts, just waiting to be yelled at. That's the reality oh, of the situation. So you, I know you, you
0: went from like, it I want to make funny, it, went to funny. Like, it was funny. Says, like, I, was sad. Really I hope yeah. he gets full one day, you know.
1: It's never been enough, it'll never fill the void. Uh, next up on the news stories, uh, there's a new screen movie in the works. You guys hear about that screen five. Starring David Arquette uh, is going to be, uh, let's see, Spyglass Media Group and Paramount Pictures have joined forces to co-produce and relaunch the Scream uh, franchise sources, uh, excuse me, co-produce the relaunch of Scream. Sources tell Variety, this is from Variety.com, by the way, the latest installment in which David Arquette is set to reprise his role as Dewey, Deputy Dewey will be directed by Ready or Not filmmakers uh, Matt bentinelli uh, Open and Tyler Gillette. Uh, and this is targeted for a release in 2021. Did you guys see Ready or Not?
2: I did. What would you think? Kevin did? too. I think. I think you guys did. I think you guys Red, saw Ready or Not was together. the a board game one. Yeah.
0: The girl got married. Yeah, yeah, married. yeah. With a family. She gets married. Oh, I yeah. really, I really liked to... Ready or
2: Not.
1: Yeah. I'm going to so
2: use this as a segue to nominate Ready or Not as a nickname movie because I don't think enough people watched it. And I... Patekis Finch in the chat says it's on HBO right now.
1: It is on HBO. And I started watching it the other day. Uh-huh. And I got uh, something interrupted me, so I didn't go back to it. Um, so I'm excited for this. I'm down for it, Kevin. Yeah. What say ye? What say ye? Okay, Kevin. For, for audio <laughs> listeners, Kevin gave a nod, uh, <laughs> and that, that is his nod of approval. Sorry, Paula uh, is like not at all. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm just on here, the teasing. other thing, so I might have to
1: uh, move it a little bit. Yeah, do you think? Uh, um, let's see. So, ready or not, just, first movie.
2: Yeah, I think it's. I'm excited for more Scream. I like the Scream movies. I think it's. I think it's a fun franchise. Yeah. will will we convince him to do scream and review when we finally get to do a horror series that would be dope
1: uh, yeah that'd be awesome
0: here's the thing I I wasn't scream four well received I understand that scream three wasn't well received but
1: I remember scream oh, two out. and scream three being <clears throat> not memorable scream four. 4- I'm. Look, I'm gonna look at the synopsis right now. It's been years since the Ghostface Killer cut a deadly path through the town of Woodsboro. Uh, in order to get over the trauma of these horrific events, Sidney Prescott, played by Nev Campbell, reprising the role, has uh, written a self-help book. She re- she returns to Woodboro for her book tour and reconnects with. Yeah, so I me- I do remember this. I remember liking this. I don't remember. If, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember specifics about it because all this. I remember at one point, Scream Two had Lori Laughlin in it, and I think. Uh, Tiff- Timothy Oliphant isn't one of these. Well, at one point, they go to college. It was like Saved by the Bell. The later years, is he not? Where they in go to the college? First one, I, th- I think maybe he was. Maybe was he the killer in the first one? We, maybe he was. Patrick yeah.
2: Dempsey's in the third one. Like this, is, the third one is where I feel like it gets kind of crazy. Yeah,
1: the third
0: one gets because I remember now. The third one where they making the wrong. movie about it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the second one, I remember not being terrible, and I remember obviously the first one being really good. The second one is well, where Seth Green's character gets pulled into a car and dies, right?
1: Uh, oh, I don't remember. That. I don't remember Seth Green being these at all. But Seth Green's one of those actors that she's one the actors that's just been around. He's been everything. One. Yeah.
2: Second one's the college one.
1: Honestly, one they, yeah.
2: I like. I kind of like them all. I know that they all have varying degrees of like whether or not they're good or bad. But as a oh, yeah. series,
1: I think they're really fun. I. I mean, I. will put it this way: I've never watched, walked out of a screen movie being like, "Well, that wasn't like wasn't what I expected." They're all. The first one obviously is a very, very, very cleverly written self aware horror movie. The mm-hmm. second one is basically a rehashing of the first one uh, with different killers that have different motivations. Don't remember the third one that much. I know that Patrick Dempsey played a cop in it, I think. And yeah. the fourth one I remember liking because it was like you're coming back to the town and, and doing the original setting. It's kind of similar in my brain and chat. Tell me if I'm wrong about this, but like when. Uh, uh, kind of had a vibe of the new halloween where the same character comes back reflects on what the events that happen and then they happen again kind of thing mm-hmm. uh so man i'm down for it and had, shout out to david arquette and deputy dewey man why not let's <laughs> go once back once more into the fray uh, i would have i would have i don't think david arquette's got that much going on right now that but like
2: so that i understand who would have thought that scary movie would have wanted david arquette to come back instead of Like just doing a full reboot or something. You scream,
1: not scary movie. Scary movie did not have David Arquette. It had a David Arquette like character that I have the chat up in there
2: all talking about Scary Movie.
1: Scary movies Uh, are that's a whole other ball of wax. If we ever wanted to do Scary Movie, I would be down to do those those franchises. Cause I think I watched the first one like six months ago and I was like, Oh my god, this is insane. (laughs) How do they make these movies back then? But
0: they're they're good, right? Like well, I mean the first one's good. I feel like the third one is where also Scary Movie goes jumps the ship. And things get really kooky. Uh,
1: I've one of them is a so knockoff on the Village, right? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. I we're we're off made the beaten like path. Like five of right? those, yeah. We are off the beaten path. Anyway, uh, very excited for that. Of course, we'll see if theaters are open in by twenty twenty one. I'm sure they will be, but uh, hopefully this movie actually comes out. If not, hey man, I'll watch it on my couch On the sanctity of my couch. Like I watched Color Out of Space, and thank God because if I watched that movie in theaters, I'd have been like. Whoosh. I feel like I can't get away from it Uh, another reboot news Uh, I guess that was kind of a relaunch but this one is a reboot apparently uh, this comes from variety as well there is a twister reboot in pictures or excuse me in production uh, pre-production universal pictures uh, is looking to reboot the classic tentpole twister and looks to have found a director to weather the storm I like when writers do that it's like you got a journalism degree and you wrote that dumb pun good for you. Uh, sources tell Variety that Universal Pictures is developing a reboot of the 1996 blockbuster and is in negotiations with Top Gun Maverick director uh, Joseph Kaczynski. Uh, Frank Marshall produced the pick and the studio is currently looking for some writers to pen the script. I say uh, let Gary Witte write that and I'll watch the hell out of this movie because Joe Kaczynski is a, I think a very competent and good director.
0: I say we make Anthony Rapp a much bigger part in this version. You know what I mean?
2: was he in the first sure? One?
0: yeah right because he was talking about being in the car the van that they like recorded that over and over again
2: he's like part of the crew with like oh, he's part of carrie
1: uh, elway is he part of El- carrie elway's crew yeah i mean i think they all died me, <laughs> i think they all died in that Well, movie. don't Spoilers drive into for the tornadoes That's there's true. no
2: way that twister 2 is going to be anywhere near as good as twisters because it's Ridiculous that Twister the movie is as good as it is, and there's no way to recapture that magic. You have Bill Paxton who's not around anymore. Well, so, but it R. 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 is as good as we that. remember it, right? Uh, what's his name? Gosh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, not around Thank anymore, you. unfortunately. Not around uh, anymore. You got
1: the guy that played Cameron in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's in yeah. it, I think, as well. He is. Uh, Jamie Gertz is in it. She's phenomenal. God bless her. You got um, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt, also. Did you guys ever watch Mad About You?
2: Yeah, loved that show. Paul Reiser. Her and Paul Reiser.
1: Great chemistry. Um, but there's um, just like, uh,
2: there's no, there's, it was such like a weird amalgamation of story beats and actors and like all of these things that made it really fun. And I think without a lot of those key elements, w- the main one being Bill Paxton, I think it's going to be really hard to have it live up to Twister.
1: I mean, for sure. The camp, chem- one of the, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I think my wife pointed it out. She was like, this is a bad movie. This is not a good movie. But it's I don't fun. agree. It's, it's I fun. think it's a good movie. Well, okay, so it's a a really campy, cheesy movie. Which but I it's love. Elevated by the fact that you've got a phenol- like a great cast in it that's yeah. all ready to go on the roller coaster ride. And mm-hmm. so, to me, it's one of the. I, I just watched it maybe two months ago because it's been on T. It's been playing on TV a lot, actually. It's um, one of those
2: classic ones that's like always on TNT it, or something like that.
1: Exactly, and it's a perf- it's perfect where you're like you jump in, you're like I don't care where I'm at in this movie. I know exactly. at some point all we're gonna do is see some twisters. And one, my favorite parts when he's like cow, and then someone <laughs> goes, "That's another cow," and this one goes, "No, I think it's the same cow," because because Kevin goes around, goes around. <laughs> Uh, and again, shout out to Joseph Kaczynski. He, If I'm not mistaken, I think he did Oblivion and Tron, which uh, I really liked. Oblivion oh, and blues. Tron, I really liked the visuals and the music from it. So Interesting. he uh, he kind of he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. So we'll see what he does. Hopefully, he can capture the camp that was Twister. Uh, because if they decide to play that one straight, it, it, we'll see. I don't I don't think that would be the good direction for it. But nobody's paying Who would me you. For
2: cast anything. in the Twister reboot.
1: Oh, and the twister I mean it has to be someone that's gonna have fun it depends are we having are we doing twister like this is the gritty twister that really is the hardcore reality of like natural disasters or are no. we trying to make another campy silly actiony like geostorm podcast I, think that style movie?
0: I, I feel like they're gonna go gritty reality stuff right because like geostorm, yeah, even geostorm wasn't like fun and campy right uh it wasn't any of have seen it oh wait, I you saw and, geostorm, seen it?
1: and it was bonkers <laughs> so like if it had that vibe, I'd be okay with it It very much has a twister vibe to it where it's like the core or it's like uh, the day after tomorrow where they're just like survive. Like these like uh, monster, what's the movie I'm looking for. Like disaster movies are just, it has a, have they have a basic camp to them because there's no way you could possibly be like dodging twisters and then going back in (laughs) and surviving these things over and over again. Um, But uh, if I were going to cast this movie, I would, Oh man, who would I put in this thing?
2: Because you have to have somebody that's like can do the like weird actiony pseudo action kind of pieces. Yeah. But also has some good banter. I don't. I assume they bring back Helen Hunt. I don't know how you do a second Twister and not have Helen Hunt in it.
1: I mean, you absolutely have Helen Hunt as a person that like they go. Do you think
2: that she becomes Aunt Meg? Yeah. Probably. I would assume so. Or she's a
1: mentor character for the new Twisters people. Joey, when when is the last time you
0: watched this movie? Because
2: like, like, I watched Twister all like. At least once a year,
1: yeah, Kevin. Like, if you're not watching Twister at least once a year, you're not living your right, life right. That's just how it goes. I'm looking into uh, where. I in can terms see of it. like
2: movies that I watch every year, it's like Twister, oh, it's on Netflix. Dancing in Park. Like, oh, it is on. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Wait, what was watch the second it.
1: one? Are we watching is Twister, Twister next week?
0: Dancing in Jurassic Park Or okay. like ones that I will watch. I thought you said Dancing with Wolves, and I, like because oh.
2: your mic oh, like, I was like dipped out. I was like, for damn, that's and it's oh. like, damn,
1: that's deep. That's, that's a long deep. movie to watch over and over again.
2: Guys, are we watching Twister? I think we're oh watching God, Twister I, next week makes for the Nicholas. <gasps> I'm so excited. Uh,
1: what's funny is I just watched it, but I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> 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 it's so ridiculous. But yeah. Just so pay special attention to Jamie Gertz's hair in that movie. It's it's always so. It's one of those things where I look at it, I'm like, how. <laughs> they told you to cut your hair like that for that, huh? That's a, that's a, it looks Wait, like it's that straight that out of 1983. Okay? Yeah. Uh, and she's okay. going to come up again So remember that name because she's going to come up again for uh, when we talk. Well, actually, we'll just do it now. Why not? This is our show, guys. We make the rules here. Uh, next news story, story is a sad one. Uh, Joel Schumacher passed away hmm. this past week. Oh, uh,
2: this is why everyone was talking about him.
1: Yes, uh Joel Schumacher of course was a director who did among other things sent almost fire uh falling down he did uh Batman Forever and Batman and Robin uh most uh you know he's, uh, he's famous for putting the the guy that put the nipples on the bat suit uh which uh, everyone lost their shit about and when I was a kid watching I was like I don't understand why this is a big deal uh but of course he did one of my all-time favorite movies uh the lost boys also starring jamie gertz uh as well as jason patrick and kiefer sutherland with arguably the coolest kiefer sutherland haircut he's ever had in his life it's the classic joe he's if i'm not so if i'm dumb. lying i'm dying i might be mistaken on this but i'm pretty sure this is a movie it was this because he also did flatliners which he had kiefer sutherland but he did a time he, to kill
2: too right
1: he did do a time to kill which is a phenomenal movie um And he also did the 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 client, which I think was the Susan Sarandon movie based Mm -hmm. on John Grisham, where Brad Renfro Mm -hmm. plays the kid who sees a murderer, and it's really good too. Um, But but in more important news, Joe, Kiefer Sutherland's hair in Lost Boys, he has that cool like crew Mm -hmm. cut up top, Mm -hmm. mullet in the back, like just mullet, like it's like a rainfall of happiness going down his back, and it is
2: happiness,
1: dark blonde, and it's it's so so cool. It's so cool. That when I was a kid, I was like, I will never be cool you, enough. You to guys have can't haircut. see
0: it, but I'm showing the kids right now.
1: Are you showing the kids? Am Lost I describing like it correctly?
2: Vampires. Yeah. yeah. So the Lost you, Boys. Have you not seen Lost Boys, Joey?
1: Because
2: I think I've seen it once, like a very long time ago, it's and really... I have so, a terrible memory.
1: The Lost Boys to me was a classic. It was Joel Schumacher, uh, and it was about a group of uh, young vampires who are kind of uh, running rampant in the town of uh, the fictional town i think of santa clara i think it was actually shot in santa cruz they call it, it santa was. clara i think um santa clara is a town but i think it was shot in. I, I get confused with where it, it is. was anyway. definitely it was yeah.
0: definitely santa cruz that it was shot in and right. that's not um, the name of the actual city that's not the name
1: of the town yeah. so uh it stars jason patrick who was in of course speed 2 you'll recognize him from that seminal film uh diane weiss i believe plays their mom uh, uh i forget the grandfather's name but most importantly it had the two quarries in it it was one of the two corys films uh, so it starred Corey Haim and Corey Feldman back at the height of their powers. Uh, these are also the the two gentlemen that brought us the classic "License to Drive," uh, which is I don't recommend watching because I went back <laughs> and watched that one. I was like, "Oh, this, this is this is a harsh movie to watch. Um, does not age well." Uh, let's, let's just put it this way. It's got – well, doesn't, don't worry about that. Anyway, uh, Lost Boys, however, I think does age well. And, of course, they come to this town and they figure out what's going on. And, and Jason Patrick gets uh, kind of in with the group and is inducted into this. And then his younger brother, played by Corey Haim, has to uh, figure out how to help him and, and kill all the vampires and save the town. Uh, and I have watched this movie multiple, multiple times. It is, a, it is a near and dear classic to me. And I recommend everyone going out and watching it. I don't know if it's available anywhere on streaming because I'm bad at my job and I didn't bother looking it up. but. <laughs> I I'll will submit up. the I will submit the Lost Boys as pot- another potential for the Nicklist this week. I'm just putting mm-hmm. that out there. Uh, we I have actually a couple of I have that one that I would like to submit.
0: Also, it okay. doesn't look like the Lost Boys is streaming in anywhere. So Okay. Well, like we don't
1: so have to harder. put that on there. I won't make you guys watch it. But if you if you're a yeah, fan of that, no, sure chat, I
2: just pulled up his IMDB. He did a lot of really great stuff.
1: <laughs> Joel Schumacher did a lot of great movies, yeah. I only knew
2: movies. him like really from A Time to Kill and Batman and Robin because I know it's terrible, but I love it anyways. But just looking at stuff, it's like shoot, St. Elmo's Fire, which Elmo's is a Fire. banger of a theme song. I mean, he too. had a
1: career that spanned like four decades. So yeah. I mean, the, the guy was directed a lot of stuff, and you know, uh, you know, he came from like the costuming and production design world. So a lot of his movies, specifically like Lost Boys, has just really cool like period correct costumes. I mean, obviously they're period correct. Cause I feel easy, like they're period like, exaggerated yeah. costumes,
0: like especially all the stuff. The lost boys are wearing where it's like, Oh, you know,
1: it's so dope. They're always in like, they're in like, everything's pop collar. So if you're wearing a leather jacket, you better damn well, get ready for your ears to sweat. Cause that pol- that collar is going to go up to your ears. It's going to be pop. <laughs> a lot of denim, a lot of, a lot of jewelry, just a lot of necklaces. And like, and I think Alex Winters is in it. The guy that played uh, either bill or Ted from Bill and Ted's excellent. Adventure. And he's yeah. got like the cutoff shirt. Where it's like he's like I'm cut the shirt I'm like if if you're if you're still wearing half a shirt you're just not cool you're not cool so take that other half off you don't need it, Um, but also it's got a banger soundtrack and it's just got it's got that style from the '80s Joe that '80s sort of young adult horror adventure style that Mm -hmm. a very few every movie these days that's like retro '80s tries to nail in very few. So this is definitely one of those that people look back on, like the Duffer brothers definitely look back on things like this and go, yeah, we'll, we'll take some inspiration from the Lost Boys, um, as well as a lot of other fun 80s movies like Goonies and shit like that. So uh, go check that out and watch it if you guys can. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. Uh, and we'll move on from there. Whew, it's been a good one. We've had a good time, everyone. Uh, so I do right now want to take a second to tell y'all about our sponsor. Kevin, how do you feel about that? Feels good. Good about I feel it. good he about, feel about it. Yeah, I'm and sorry. I'm trying sponsor, to set up the trend. <laughs> you do your thing. Our sponsor this week, of course, is MeUndies. Listen, you've heard us talk about MeUndies a lot. We love MeUndies. We, we wear MeUndies. Uh, they're very, very, very soft, but they're also doing something really, really cool for this Pride Month. Uh, it's critical that we take a moment, of course, to recognize and remember the intersectionality between Pride and the racial injustices that we continue to endure today, uh, this month, Through uh, their MeUndies Gives initiative, MeUndies continues to take action to achieve their mission of creating a more thoughtful and accepting world by making $50,000 donations to both the It Gets Better project and Black Lives Matter. Uh, They, like MeUndies, are committed to standing uh, up against hate and intolerance and creating a world where hope outshines fear for all people Uh, with MeUndies Gives. Simply by shopping MeUndies, you can help them support this cause. I think it's awesome they're doing this. Obviously, you know, uh, we wear me undies. I was the first time I felt a pair of me undies. I was like, that's ex- exceptionally soft. And that's the kind of thing that I want around me at all times. Uh, and of course the guys wear them all the time. If Greg were here, I'm sure he would, uh without asking show you what, what pair of fun me undies print he's got on right now, but thankfully he's not here because let's be honest, we all need a break from that goon. Uh, me undies has this brilliant thing called uh, an undies membership where every month, the softest undies ever appear at your doorstep. And who does not want that right now? Cause we're all, Stuck at home. So you my, if you need underwear, what better way to do it than just uh, just order it from the undies and have it shipped right to your doorstep. Um. This the convenience factor is clutch. You never have to leave your house. Oh, and you also get site-wide savings, early access, and free shipping. It's pure joy. That's part of the membership. Uh, MeUndies are made of, of course, that micromodal fabric, an irresistibly soft, sustainable fabric that encases your nether regions in a cloud-like comfort. It's magically made from trees, another reason to give them a hug. Uh, MeUndies are offered in a range of sizes, from X, uh, extra small to 4XL. Uh, MeUndies is a great offer for the listeners of this fine show. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. Uh, you got to give this super softness a try, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Uh, to get that 15% off your first order, free shipping and the 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash morning. That's meundies.com slash morning. tell you another thing these things are good for, Kev. I've been doing a lot of sitting down and it's nice to have a little extra softness down there because my this Ikea chair that I'm sitting on right now, it's rough not a lot of padding not a lot of padding. i'm not saying that's a that's a function of me undies but it might be a fun side effect uh all right guys it's nicholas time we uh last nicholas week time huh <laughs> nicholas time yep uh well what we do last time we said what we've been watching and then did Nicholas. let's just watch what we've been watching first okay and then we'll do the necklace uh if you guys did your homework last week we're gonna be talking about the king of staten island color out of space and the vast of night if you haven't done your homework you have approximately 15 minutes to watch three (laughs) two and a half hour long movies so start skimming now whoever uh, oh damn it i should have you probably
2: have enough time to like read the wikipedia furious in the chat
1: what's that joe
2: i said you probably have enough time to read like the wikipedia summaries on all three of those movies and that's about it
1: you sure do. Uh, let's kick it off with Kevin. Kevin, what have you been watching this week?
2: So, uh, I mean, I watched
0: all the stuff that we, we talked about, but I also watched – well, I didn't watch it fully, but uh, Atticus Finch? No, that's Artemis not. Fowl? Artemis Fowl, that's it. There you go. Atticus. I was, like, <laughs> uh, are, I was no. like, what? You watched the
1: uh, Ayn Rand movie? <laughs> <There> <laughs> no, you go. no, no, well, no.
0: Sorry. Um, and, well, I didn't watch the whole movie. I fell asleep. A third in. And uh
1: um, so Artemis Fowl is the, the Disney Fowl. franchise that was supposed to be huge yeah. for them, right? right. And then right, of right, course right. got unfortunately derailed by coronavirus. But this is sort of, of like that, Harry like... Potter, but if they were yeah, the whole family were thieves instead of wizards.
2: Kind of. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, and this yes. is
0: so
1: like I Which saw is the one about Greek of
2: Greek gods. Is that Percy Jackson? Yeah, that's
1: Percy Jackson, Jackson.
2: and okay. the Lightning. That first one's not there. terrible. It's not great though.
0: Um, but uh so I watched this because I like saw a lot of people being like, oh, this movie is absolute trash, and I was like, well let me see how trashy it is now i didn't think it was trash i thought it was just very clearly like a kid's movie and it like not like a kid's movie that like trans like translated to like an adult so watching it i was like oh this is just a little kid's movie and i fell asleep so you know didn't finish it. it did not go back to it it's just Ugh. it's not worth it unfortunately yeah important
1: correction in the chat uh, cactus finch says atticus finch is the dad in to kill a mockingbird yes yeah. <laughs> he's not in it a- yeah i thought he was the guy the main character from fountainhead like what was hey, chat let me know what the main character from fountainhead's name Did is he have something a- like that
0: oh wait no i'm thinking we don't have a you yeah, wrong section
1: but evidently last week we could have really used it uh, <laughs> what? uh what got a couple <laughs> things wrong in that old zach snyder trailer hey we'll get the next one better we're, uh, we're all trying to be better at our jobs here um kevin what else have you been watching
0: uh, I think for the most part that's been it cuz like we have we picked like it's this next list thing I really like but it does it takes time it, it takes a lot of time yeah cuz we got three movies Should we
2: it down to 2 and not 3?
0: 3, three well, think, is a lot. Well. But it's 3 fun. is a lot. Yeah, it is fun. That's the thing. Like I don't regret Okay, let's not
1: I, I think the key is finding a movie that at least say so here's the here's here's what I've been thinking in my brain. How okay. do we find three options one of which all of us have already seen? Mm. so that you don't have to watch it again. For instance, I don't have so to watch o- Twister again. So any given
2: person only has to watch Twister again. But watch here's,
0: the re- here's the reality. Mm. You're going to watch Twister again, aren't mm.
2: you? Okay, I'm going
1: to watch Twister again, there you go, yeah. that, then- was, that was a, that was a, a pop <laughs> quiz that you just passed, buddy.
2: <laughs> but here's the thing. Nick can yeah, have but- Twister as, as the last option so he can watch it
1: whenever right, he feels right. like oh, he doesn't have the pressure to on. finish yeah. the whole thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um I'm down to keep it at three if you guys are, but if it, you know honestly, if it starts getting too much, we can pare it down. And if you guys can't finish a movie, or this is the other thing I've been thinking of: do we need to finish terrible movies? Is there a way to bail out of Nicholas? Oh yeah,
2: no, yeah, you can, When you I watch feel the like-
1: movie, you're like, because I'll be honest with you, I well, we'll get to it in a second. But oh fuck it, let's talk about it now. I almost stopped watching The Vast of Night three times. Really? Because no, I, I kept falling asleep.
2: I didn't oh, even it wasn't even on the nick list when I watched it and I was like, I don't do I want to keep watching this? I don't know that no. it's I don't think I do. But then oh. I did cuz I wanted to see if the end brought it back. And I don't it wasn't my favorite, but I also don't like sci-fi, so I don't think it's like my kind of movie. See, that's It interesting. is interesting.
0: I I didn't love it, but I I enjoyed it. Like there was one aspect in it that I was like, why are you doing it? the whole like, oh, hey, this is a TV show thing? I right, that pissed work. me off. Or it was just like, why are you doing this? Like I, a little too meta. Yeah, exactly. In a, in a way that, like, it, I feel like it didn't need to. But I guess nose. that I, that go works well with the ending in the sense of, like, well, it's a TV show and you kind of decide what you want, you know.
1: But um, I think it's – so first off, I applaud the director and the cast for the style of this movie. It's really good. And I can understand why if you're super into artistic indie films, you would love this. I was like – there was a moment where I'm like, I think I'm digging this. But then some of the artistic direction – specifically where we're like, they were just like, we're going to let this thing dip into black for five minutes while you listen to this guy. audio? And like, oh, I did this thing. Mm-hmm. I had to turn the subtitles on first of all because I couldn't understand oh, what the yeah. main character was saying for the first 15 minutes of this movie because he was speaking through a cigarette. And I was like, you're talking too fast. I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. Um, by about halfway through, I'm like, I'm intrigued enough and, I, and I, I respect the style enough of this director to pay him the respect, of course, of me finishing the movie. So I finished <laughs> it and I'm glad I watched it. I think it's worth a watch if you really, really, really like stylized indie movie – like sci-fi indie movies that uh, pay homage to the Twilight Zone and to those like old yeah. radio shows like War of the Worlds radio shows of the past, uh, which I think they drew a lot of reference from that from what I read on the IMDb trivia because um, I think even the radio station was called like W-O-W-W or something like that, War of the Worlds. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe I took that wrong. Mm-hmm. Um uh, w-o-t-h-w war of the world i think is what the radio station was called anyway the the concept the concept is cool and i like the vibe he was going for but i think the way they shot it like we didn't need to spend that much time at the basketball court and i think (coughs) i think they put a lot of budget into that what i would have loved to have seen was a little bit more coverage of the scenes where they were in their respective settings where the actress was in the radio or the the switch uh telephone switch box place and then Mm -hmm. the um the guy was in the radio station because those yeah. were cool set pieces that I wanted to see more of. And I wanted to see them roaming around the town more in this like sort of like desolate area. I think they nailed that vibe, but I just can't help thinking that this would have been way cooler if it was a 45 minute episode of uh, Black Mirror and not an hour and a half of giving me a story with a one shot where I start to be like, what are we talking? And then I and then I literally it's like, you know, what it reminds me of you ever seen G.I. Jane? There's a part in GI Jane where you're there. They work. No, no, no. (laughs) No. no. There's a part where they they overwork them, and then they put them in this dimly lit classroom with like water dripping, and he starts playing classical music, and then he asks them to write like a two thousand word essay. On like what it means to be in the military and the whole point of it is to make them fall asleep so that they can scare the shit out of them and then keep driving them further. That's what I kind of felt like was the best of night. Well, I was like, this thing is making me fall asleep. And then they're but something scary is going to fucking happen. And they're going to get me with it. And I will not be gotten Kevin. It's, will it's not be so gotten.
0: interesting because that that first uh, scene that we see where that we follow these two. Well, this one character, and then it, it introduces introduce the second character. And like he is talking really fast and he's got a cigarette in his mouth the whole time. Yeah. And just I don't know. I, I really like that scene. That that something about like the, the way it was shot, the movement of it, that like how quick all the interactions were and it was like, Oh, hey, Ted says you need to come and help. I but I'm doing something, I can't come and help. All right, let's go. And then like they would go into it and be like, No, I didn't need him, I wanted the other kid that worked at the thing. He's like, No, he works at the thing and it just it seemed so like <laughs> yeah. real, you know? I yeah.
1: Really? I mean, me. I, just, I, I and again, I respect the style. It just was not, unfortunately, for me. It didn't, it didn't grab me like I wanted it to. I wanted to be drawn into this world uh of where something crazy <clears is throat> happening in a small town. You look at you guys say, Nick, there's something crazy that sci-fi happening in a small town, and these two t- like teenager or young adult kids have to figure this out. I'm like, I am in. That is my totally. favorite genre of film. Let's go. But my issue with this was I was like, why? I hate when movies are when, – when I'm sitting in movies and going, what is the point of this scene other than to lull me into – it's it's similar to like my criticism of The Lord of the Rings with, with the trees where I'm like, I get why you're doing this. But I don't like any scenes that were purposely put in here to like troll the audience and make me feel antsy so that you can hit me with something later. I just feel like it's a waste of screen time. And there's multiple moments in this where – that happens where she's like answering the phone and we're getting this back it's you, it's almost similar to like backstory letters in like last of us where i'm like why do i have to read these and i know that if i read them it might make it deeper but like sometimes i'm like those moments I this. where
0: she's dealing with phone calls and trying to get people back it does such a good job of like not building tension but like maybe escalating just a little bit more yeah. of that uncomfortable feeling of like what exactly is happening and how do you deal with not having modern technology to like she can't just call the girl's cell phone and be like, "Hey, what's right. going on? Why aren't why are you ans- answering?" But I think it was like yeah.
1: that whole shot, which was she and then the actor did a good job. But mm-hmm. the whole shot, she's answering these calls. I'm having a hard time understanding what people are saying, so obviously yeah. I have to read the subtitles because the audio pass on this was not very good, and it's happening so fast. I think the idea was supposed to be like, "Hey, crazy shit's happening all over town, and we only have like ten actors, so let's." let's try to make it look like the whole towns at this thing but then these people are really secluded but I could have I think he could have achieved that same thing with like two phone calls or one phone call and then not being able to raise anyone else on on the switchboard but again I think overall that's the director's style I think it works for him I think a lot of people vibe with this and I respect it I just I was very bored with this movie and I, I and I was like I, I want to finish this because I want to see where it goes and by the ending I'm like glad I watched it it didn't work for me though Unfortunately,
2: yeah. I feel like I was also a like I had seen a lot of people in my timeline really hyping this up, so I think I went in with like higher expectations than I should have, which is always a hard thing to manage. Yeah, but yeah, like to what Kevin was saying of like that in that first scene of the movie where they're going through the gym and trying to figure out all this stuff is so good, and then I feel like pretty quickly they're walking, they
1: keep walking, and they keep talking, and I was like, okay, well, essentially,
2: like once they. Once they split, I feel like the pacing of it changes and it's like it it just slows down really, really fast. I'm like oh this is I, this feels different i don't think they
0: did a good job explaining that like she was leaving the event and he was going to drop her off at her job
1: they did because i thought yeah. she was working for the high school band i was like is she supposed to leave this yeah. thing yeah And yeah. i guess she did that and then they have all this stuff about the tape recorder and i just i couldn't i'm like this is going to play a pivotal role in this because we've spent so much time talking about this tape recorder and we're interviewing people and all of this is going to go somewhere and it just at the end the only thing that's left over is the tape recorder so my assumption is that someone's gonna find this maybe and be like be able to recreate the story i don't know what i was i don't again i fell asleep i I started dazing in and out of consciousness on this one because again it (laughs) lulled me into this. so i'm sure there's a much deeper meaning in this that is completely eluding me but i just you know for me i like a more classic Hollywood re- like telling of stories like that where the formatting is not so bloated up front, and I just felt like I was getting anxiety with the scene. I was like, "Just can we move on to whatever the thing, the next thing but, is going to be? I, I feel can we like just get out of this?" The the
0: the beginning of it like is the total opposite of the end of it, where like there is like the end, the last like five minutes are silent and them kind of walking around and like that. I like that juxtaposition where it's like sure. it goes from such a like. You know, these people know exactly what they're doing. Everything's going, like, makes sense to them to, like, yeah. fucking nothing. Like, this is so surreal and out of their world of, like, what is happening that, like, they're scared and, like, about to panic. And then they yeah. see this and this big reveal of, like, oh, shit, no, this is just – this is exactly what you, what it, what everyone is saying. And, that, is. and
1: all that yeah. stuff is cool. Yeah. About, and, like, last 15 minutes of the movie worked for me. And I think the reason it worked was because they were showing us, not telling us. Whereas the other okay. – Hour and a half of the movie is literally two to three characters, single shot, telling you what you're supposed to be thinking about right now, I mean, telling like, you what they saw. It, and that's fine if it's one character giving context to the story. But like I keep thinking to myself, OK, are we going to fucking at some point this guy's going to be like, it was 1928 and, that was <laughs> and then we're going to go and see this because that's what I you would know, normally do like for a had more
2: magic. type thing instead I, well, of just that's like what,
1: because it's much more interesting when you're watching a motion picture to have someone to show you that. Now I get that he was like, hey, we want to make this like a radio show yeah, where exact, yeah. we're literally dipping into darkness and you're going to hear that, but it's very very hard for a person with my with zero patience to watch a radio show. Mm. And I and I understand that's what he was trying to go for. I just I, I just I just don't think that I maybe I'm the problem.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, you 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 enjoy both
1: not like it. unsettling,
0: it, it, yeah. It it's, it's it is interesting cuz when it dips to black, I I thought that was such a cool thing where it's like it is like it is like you were listening to it on the radio you're just now kind of taking everything this guy says and i i thought what what he was saying was an interesting story
1: it so, it was yeah. it was and that and that's cool and i mean through that context i get i get it um i just i guess i wasn't i guess it it just didn't occur to me as i was watching it. of course looking back on it, i'm like yeah that is that's cool it's cool that he did that but I guess for me, in that moment, I was bored shitless. I I also so, think
0: that there is a little bit of uh, a duality with the fact that like we couldn't see anything, and the felt the fact that he felt he was unseen. The reason why he was chosen was no one would listen to him, you know? Right? Yeah. So right. yeah, because yeah. the color was good. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean,
1: yeah, absolutely. That was cool. All that, that stuff again, metaphorically had played in well, but and like for even, a movie that's twenty minutes of someone talking at me, I'm like, yeah. Sorry, continue, Kev.
0: I was just I saying that like, one more layer to that is also like. He talks to this kid on the radio because he can't see him on the phone. You know what I mean. So right. he'd be more likely to believe him
1: if it like if it he'd was just like just listen to his words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that stuff works for me. I think that's super cool. It's just again. Again, this is just not a movie for me, but this does not make this a bad movie. Let's put it that way. I can understand if, like, I saw Sean Finnegan tweeting about it, and I was like, totally understand why he'd vibe with this. I think this is right up his alley, and I think the director and and the production team with what budget they have deserve, deserve kudos for this. It's just a little too artistic for me, and a little too deep for the uh, the, the 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 small pond that is me. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> where do we want to put uh, Vast of Night on the Nicholas? Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Nicholas is as follows: it's a three tiered system. Okay, we're not we're not doing four and a half stars. We're not doing it at a hundred percent. Is there like a point five? No, three. Is it good, good, bad, good, or bad, bad? That's what we're deciding here, Joey. Where do you want to put this?
2: This is where it gets hard because am I supposed to be evaluating it as like objectively as possible? I feel or like this is just personal this opinion.
0: Is personal opinion, right? This I, is the yeah, court of that's a question.
1: Opinion. That is a question because if I'm <laughs> evaluating this from its artistic merit, I put it a good good. If I'm evaluating this from how much I liked it, I put it a bad bad because I just didn't like that. I I was like I want to stop watching this movie right now. Uh, but I think
0: me. I think that that should then fall under the bad bad category where it's like this is not a movie that you guys will recommend to the next person that walks up to you. You know what I mean? If someone yeah. right now I guess comes that's up, the good
2: basis of it, of- yeah. In terms of recommendation, yeah. or would you watch it again or something like that? Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, I would put it in <laughs> bad, bad. You're
1: going to put in bad, bad. Ca- I mean, I think yeah. I have to put this in bad, bad also. This it's kinda, just yeah. it.
0: I mean, this is clearly going in the bad, bad category, but I okay. would put it in the good, bad category where there were a lot of aspects that I liked. There were some yeah. things like the, this is all a TV show aspect that I was like, what is, what is, I don't like this. This is trying too hard.
1: Yeah. Uh, Petey pop off in the chat says, I thought there was also a bad good. No, 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 Petey. There's three tiers there's, there's three. good, 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 bad 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 could Those we flip tiers. it if we could said we flip bad it? good no i think because sometimes because the middle
2: one switches the words yeah i might, was gonna say might.
1: yeah That yeah. one, that but, one that one switches but it does, it's still it, in the same category
0: matter. you know what i mean it's yeah Still yes. getting a the, score the, of
1: two stars and again, the no reason, if you were like, heavy. Nick, you don't have good taste in movies. The Vast <laughs> night is too artistic for you. You're 100% spot on. I just watched this movie for five minutes and was like, I want to turn this off. And to me, that is bad, bad, unfortunately. Uh, but I definitely recommend watching it if you like artistic movies. And Kevin, spot on. This movie is very deep and very cool. Uh, it just, man, I hope I never have to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, next uh, up.
0: Wait, wait, real quick. Actually, I just looked at this list. And apparently, I put in a movie here that I forgot I had watched. I also Maleficent. watched Maleficent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, like it like? Wasn't that bad? I was surprised yeah. at how much like I was okay with it. Um, I'm I, gonna uh, watch the second one at some point in the next week because that's why we watched the first one so that we can watch uh, Maleficent two, which is on Disney Plus.
1: Uh it. very cool. Yeah, I actually remember watching Maleficent one randomly. It was one of those like, no one's here, no one's judging me right now. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Maleficent, and pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed that movie. What, I was
0: what's her name? Ella Fanning.
1: Elle Fanning. Fanning.
0: Fanning. She yeah. is phenomenal. I enjoy her and everything she, she does. When she was. I, the Great sorry, was I so do. good.
1: That's all. The Great was good. I watched like maybe 20 minutes of each episode because I kept popping in and I was like, this is crazy. And very. It's like, it's like clueless. I'm like, this is really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, what's her face? Uh, man. How do I know. Angelina Jolie. Yes. Uh, was really good. And I felt like they did a really good job of like changing that story. In a way that was like, oh, man, I, I feel terrible for Angelina Jolie's character. But at the same time, oh, now she went too far. And it's like, oh, now she's been redeemed. Oh, no, she can't take it back. What? Yeah, it was, I, it, The story did a good job of, of grabbing my attention and working with a story that I already knew.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, in the chat, Shifty415 says, it needs to be four tiers. No, Shifty, you're getting too complex. You're getting too complex. This is what at I'm saying. Point, this is the five. problem. <laughs> yeah, at that point, why don't we just get it at 100 and every and we just do the minutia? That is not what we're trying to do here. We, I want people to be at a glance, look at a movie and go, should I watch it? And if so, what experience am I going to get? And if it's bad, bad, you don't watch it. If it's good, bad, you know that's going to be about anywhere between a this is silly and stupid to a oh, this was almost good. It just needed a couple, a couple pieces changed out here and there. Like, for instance, I think Color of uh, Color out of Space would have been phenomenal if they. For whatever reason, uh, didn't cast Nicolas Cage. Um,
2: like that could have pushed that movie back why. Up, up
1: a couple tears because well, he's fucking crazy. I know. Uh, and then, of course, Good Good is movies that I think everyone should watch. Uh, specifically, I think the last one we named Good Good was The Hate You Give, and everyone should absolutely watch that movie. Uh, okay. Where do we want to? Well, let's talk about Color Out of Space. What Man. the hell?
0: Holy <laughs> I shit. Wait. I did not. like. From the trailers, I had no idea what to expect. And I was like, oh, this just looks like it's going to be a crazy movie. Let's see it. And then, like, as it's going on, it was like, oh, are they really going to make this decision? Like, what are they, like, tomorrow, surely they're going to wake up and the mom and fucking kid are going to be separated, right? No. No. Nope. They just commit to that.
1: It It is... Obviously, uh, it's it's worth noting that I did not know any too much about this movie other than having seen a trailer for it about maybe a year or two ago uh, before yeah. it was going to be released, which I assume was a limited release, if any release. Um, a couple things worth noting: this is from the guy that did a movie called The Island of Dr. Moreau. Now, I never recommend watching that movie. It is a massive, massive, massive piece of shit, starring Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando, and but I do recommend watching the documentary someone made about that movie because the shit that went down on set is you can't write it. It is it is a truth is stranger than fiction moment. Uh, Marlon Brando and Val Kilmer hated each other. Val Kilmer was such an asshole that he literally wouldn't come out of his trailer until Marlon Brando came out of his trailer. And then Marlon Brando figured that out and was like, I'm not coming out. And so the director went crazy, got kicked off the movie – and then, and I'm not making this up, got the costume department to dress him up as one of the monsters on the island <laughs> so that he could see what was going on in the movie and be on set for it. And then someone accused him of sabotaging the movie. You cannot make this shit up. It is crazy. Chad, let me know what the name yeah. of that uh, that documentary is called because if you haven't watched it, it is one of the reasons When if you ever wonder why a movie was so bad, watch that because it has everything to do with how shitty people can be to each other, egos, lack of budget, poor decisions, by the way. One of my favorite things that happened is the director of photography. So Joe, they need this to look like a deserted island, right? Yeah. The director, they find this island. The director Mm -hmm. of photography is like, oh, this is cool. Look at this space right here that's like 10 minutes away from where all the hotels are. Like we could literally drive 10 minutes away and have have it look like they're in the middle of a deserted island in the South Pacific, right? And the director's like, yeah, but we can't see the mountain in the background. And the cinematographer's like, yeah, yeah, but if we see the mountain in the background, he's like, well, I want to see the mountain in the background because it gives context to where everyone is the entire time. And the cinematographer's like, we don't need that. What we need is to be able to get our actors to set on time. And so they ended up, the director's like, no, no, I want to shoot on the other side of the island, which is like three hours away, and it just Jeez. snowballed down from there. It was just bad choice after bad choice. And he never wanted, he didn't want Val Kilmer to be in the movie, and Val Kilmer got in the movie, and then they were just assholes. Nick, it's is so it, Is it Lost Soul? yes the doomed journey
0: of richard stanley's island of dr moreau yep thank you yep.
2: i don't know Matt, in the chat for that one
1: thank you Matt. uh of well, course no, richard I, stanley I googled it. what do you <laughs> mean
2: well it's been in the chat for like three minutes well like take your uh, thank you back give it to me i
1: googled <laughs> it oh nice and by the way sorry uh just breaking news right now from cassandra marvel in the chat it says nick psych 2 the movie is out july 15th on peacock trailer out now oh we're winning, everyone. We're we're climbing it back. This is this is. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's it's Psych Two.
0: I might God watch this it. immediately after because that sounds really cool. Lost Soul, which that's is available on Prime Video.
1: It is so unbelievable. Like there are the stories that these people tell. You're like, I can't. I can't. That doesn't. That's not. Like there's no way that can be true. There's just no way. Uh, <laughs> I know that the,
2: sounds just like ridiculous, but.
1: It's, it's completely absurd. And of course they took like they took a classic book, The Island of Dr. Moreau, and just made it into like a horror fest. It was just fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh But let's that go also back to, goes
0: into like crazy. Uh what like that that style of like weird deformed monsters that right? Yeah, I never Dr. saw Moreau. I never
1: saw his first movie. He, we did a movie called Hardware, I think, which got him re- critical acclaim it was uh Mindy. In I have I don't know what it's about. I never saw it, but apparently. He wanted to take yeah crazy this this in a crazier direction. But yeah. when the studio told him he, I think he what happened was, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't watched the documentary in a while. What happened was he was like, I love the story of Island Dr. Moreau. I have a vision for what this could be. I only need like two or three million dollars. But the problem was they were like, the studio was like, What if we got you? Marlon Brando. And he was like, Holy shit, that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and of course this is the time when Marlon Brando didn't want to be in movies. He was just doing them for paychecks and just refused to learn his lines. So they had to like put lines on people so we could like read them off their heads and shit. And then they go, But Val can you Kill-
0: imagine being so famous that they're like, you know what? Don't worry. We're gonna write on Ted's head. So you no, just like, have to look at
1: Kevin. There's a character in this movie it's that, that wasn't written into the movie. Marlon Brando just goes, I want like a person around me of small stature. At all times, so write that character in. So they had to find like the world's shortest man and cast it as a character that I don't think was written into the movie. That's how fucking crazy Marlon Brando was that he thought that was a good idea. And like, was he trying to get
0: fired or something?
1: I think he was. I think he was like, like, they have to pay me no matter what, so I'll just go and get fired, and that'd be that fine. be fine. But the, really crazy. The bigger problem was. We'll uh, have to was do it. Val Kilmer and the way the way the story goes if I'm not mistaken was that once Val Kilmer signed on they were like oh we got to give you way more money and he was like I don't want money I want an actor that I can work with and they were like well but this is Val Kilmer and he was huge back then yeah. and like spoilers I think this is the movie that derailed Val Kilmer's career because then oh. up until this point he had done like the saint probably I think maybe these are the Saint, maybe that but he did like the Saint. Uh, he was Batman he was Iceman he was all the he was real genius he was the hot new thing and they does this movie and I remember as a kid going like oh no <laughs> I don't, I don't know what this is or why, but I never want this to happen. I never want to relive an experience. And this is when you were a kid, and you're like, I only can see one movie a week, so I have to sit yeah. through this. But yeah. if I'd known, I could have walked out of that movie. I'd have walked out of that movie and called my parents to <laughs> come pick me up because it was a shit storm.
0: I I kind of want to watch Hardware now. I like Googled it, and like all the images look really cool.
1: It's it's a critical. It's, I mean, it's it's a movie that got a lot of, garnered a lot of acclaim for its time. So I think it's worth probably worth watching. But uh, it's the missing link in the chat says sounds like the Firefest documentary. Yes, it's that vibe, except fucking crazy, even crazier in my opinion because the movie ended up coming out and everyone was like, "What is this? Yeah. What is this movie?" Oh, I digress. Back to Colorado space. What do we think? <laughs>
2: it's a lot
1: yeah it's i don't a know lot. what
2: i was expecting really because it's not the what same it, thing. i, what I got the trailer once and yeah, i, I re- like i think we had just kind of cobbled it together last week of like oh i remember seeing that trailer and this looks crazy and like nicholas cage has been on a crazy streak obviously this also jumped so, off from somebody recommending mandy yeah, and simple, then and the mom and interpret- the dad movie was weird right. as shit
1: so important to note those three movies if i'm not mistaken were uh, were produced and distributed by the same producers i think it was xyz yeah, films no. so that's they insane. so it's sort of i think that is their genre and nicolas cage is their go to guy uh, yeah. for that chat let me know if i'm wrong also, about that but i know nicolas for sure cage they did band-y.
0: went broke right that's the reason why we're getting so many nicolas cage, cage movies. yeah
1: yeah i don't i i cannot confirm nor deny but i'm pretty sure he likes the substances and uh no, I'm joking about that. I don't know why, but yeah, I think he, I think he's had some money troubles, and
0: he uh, he, he he's the, done some crazy shit. This movie is fucking weird and absurd, and somehow he stands out as the weirdest part, just because he does this character like that's being influenced by this color, that starts talking in a weird way, and for some whatever reason, that's even more jarring, and not in like it's supposed to be jarring kind of way, you know.
2: Yeah, the whole thing is just unsettling.
1: So, like, this is this is an example of taking inspiration from H.P. Lovecraft, and which is a choice. <laughs> it's a choice, and 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 to be fair, if it, it, there's there's something to be said for Lovecraft, right? I think there's something to be said for that for his style of storytelling and the horror and the the grotesqueness of it all. Uh, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna discount that or discredit that. But what I think was more telling is I think we've watched two movies that are inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. One was this, and the other one was Underwater. But Um, this one is directly
0: directly. This one is directly based on a short short story. story. So
1: I like when people go, I want to make an homage to Lovecraft and have some Lovecraftian elements in my movie. But man, maybe I don't like when they do a (laughs) one-to-one recreation of the H.P. Lovecraft short stories. uh, Because I think it's a cool story. I just think that they needed to... um, I just think that their elements were a little off from it. And really, the the one thing that was super jarring to me was just Nicolas Cage's performance in this, which started off fine and then somewhere went to a valley girl halfway through and then Donald Trump for a little bit, which I think Kevin said was supposed to be indicative of him recreating his father's attitude toward him. Right, but
0: we we didn't see that. We just heard him kind of complain about his father a couple times. That's why.
1: His performance is so erratic in this movie that I – feel bad for the actors that he's acting opposite i think the mother i think all the kids i think the rest of the cast was great
2: did you know who the daughter was
1: what was she from
2: she's the best friend into all the boys
1: that's what i recognize Uh from maybe that's why yeah maybe that's why she gets a couple extra notches in my book because she picks good projects i uh, was i
0: was very impressed by it was tom tommy chong What's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tommy Chong. Yeah. I was very impressed because like he played the same dumb character he always has, and then he has a cool monologue in, at know. the end yeah. where it's like, this is fucking terrifying.
1: I uh I I I'm conflicted on this because I enjoyed this movie. I did. I never want to watch it again. I don't know that I want to recommend it for people, but I think if you're a fan of like really fucked up sci-fi horror. This might be right up your alley, <laughs> and, and and I think I say that knowing that like I think a better example of a movie that does some a similar style would be John Carpenter's The Thing, mm. uh, but that movie does a really good job of putting you and building tension and putting yeah. in, and, and getting letting you get to know the characters before they start the the monster starts killing them off. This movie I thought was going there, and then Nicolas Cage was so eradicated that I was really like, what the fuck is put out, but then by the time everything starts going crazy i'm like i want to see where this roller coaster goes and then it finishes and i'm like i think i'm worse off for having watched this movie <laughs>
0: yeah that's but the maybe thing. that's <laughs> the
1: point of it right and that's exactly what i was
0: gonna say where it's like i feel like that's the point and like because of that i want to give it more points and i i don't know i i don't i can't say that i like this movie but i do think that like People should it. watch it. Yes. Just where it's like it's like when you smell something it's bad. It's definitely like, entertaining. Everybody smell this. This smells yeah. bad, right? And like it's I know it smells bad, <laughs> but I, I just I want someone else to smell it to justify that how bad it smells.
1: I feel like when we whenever we decide to build out kind of to be the premier movie review site, uh, we'll do pull quotes and that will be Kevin's pull quote for Color Out of Space. Perfect. It's like when you smell something bad and you want everyone to come smell it because it smells so bad that you want everyone to know how bad it smells. And I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about because there's a sick, twisted joy in indulging yeah. in something that's terrible. And then when we all do it together, it makes us all realize how fucked up we are as human beings. And that is what Colorado space did for me. That is why I'm going to say, I'm going to go out of limb and say it's good, bad. I'm going to say it's good, bad. I will 2nd that. What say you.
2: So here's, Sorry. I mean, I ha- there's layers to this for me. <laughs> I think it's, Especially, so obviously Vast of Night, very sci-fi kind of traditional in that sense. This way more sci-fi horror, which is way more my vibe. So I think I'm predisposed to like this movie more than the other
1: one. Um, Me too, by the way. I think that's why I I, I immediately vibe with it because it is much more like a classical sci-fi horror movie.
2: Yeah, and then that's the thing of like, I was never bored in this movie. I was mostly just like confused of like what the fuck is going on like what possibly what possibly is the end game for why
1: this did they have alpaca i never got a good explanation for that they just said it's they, the animal of the future
0: <laughs> yeah he was nicholas cage was trying to uh raise alpacas to like milk and be meat for the future he was gonna make that try to make that a thing like that's what why they were living there i thought Because
1: like hey so we still this don't know farm.
2: why like it, I don't know that if that's
1: a, change, that's a Joey, weird reason. Joey, would you know, would you believe that when I saw, so here's, when I started watching it with D, in about 50 minutes and she's like, nope, I'm going to bed. This is not <laughs> something that I ever need to see. And I got blessed by my wife because I like, I stick shit out. I'm like, oh no, this is going to be redeemed. I, we're going to get the ending of this. going to make it all worth it. Yeah. My wife recognizes these things immediately and goes, no, I don't need this shit in my life. But one of the things that I wish she had seen is there's a part where the son is just has his arm around the neck of an alpaca and he's petting it. And the alpaca goes like this. "Mm." (laughs) "Mm." And now I want an alpaca. And I have a room back there, guys, that there's nothing in. I just have a dining room where we never put a table. And I think I could put two alpaca in there without denoticing. noticing What say ye?
2: I think they spit
0: like like llamas.
1: Yeah, ahead? but I think you could. I think, so. I think
2: you should try anyways.
1: But they're so um, fluffy.
0: Yeah, they're um, soft. I have an alpaca blanket over there. It's very uh, comfortable. It's soft. And
2: just, yeah, I I feel like there's one particular dynamic of like towards the end with the mother and the son that is just like that's the thing that stands out to me the most of like oh my gosh, this smells terrible, but I need somebody else to experience this with me because I can't do this by myself. And I mean, that's what it is.
1: Talking about smelling terrible, that's literally a line that Nick Cage keeps saying. He's like, what does that smell? And I'm like, why is he the only one that smells something bad?
0: I feel like that's so cool, you know what I mean? Where it's like, for whatever reason, it was affecting him that way. He, uh, and also, I, like, Chong knew it was, like, everything was gonna happen, you know? Yeah.
2: I think also the, the point for the movie where it turned for me where I was like what is happening is the point where Nicolas Cage is like picking all of the vegetables off of the vine and then he's in the kitchen with the mom just taking bites out of everything and spitting it out and I'm like I, I don't I don't know what's going on I don't know
1: <laughs> it, it, but it was it,
2: it was entertaining and fun
1: I I agree I think it it was just shy enough to be entertaining that I'm like okay I'll give this one I'll give this one an nudge. I mean again, another point, Nicolas Cage. If you were to show people five scenes from this movie starring Nicolas Cage, in which Nicolas Cage is the is is the main focus of the scene, you could legitimately fool people into thinking you were showing them scenes from five different movies <laughs> because <laughs> his character is so erratic in this. And yeah. I know that's kind of what it's supposed to be, but uh the who's the uh the the daughter? Who's the actress to play the daughter? Do we know her? her
2: name's Madeline something, I think. Madeline something.
1: Um she does a great job of showing the the slow progression into madness that the water, Madeline Arthur. Madeline Arthur does a great job of starting off in one place and then showing us this, that, that fucked up degrading that, that this thing is having on and the effect they're having on it to the point where at the end, when everything goes down, you're like, this is believable. Nick Cage does not know how to do that. <laughs> and I think that it's, I think it's just indicative of them being like, Maybe they just need to shoot every Nick Cage movie from start to finish in in a linear fashion. Cause I feel like maybe they shot the the scene with the tomatoes first and he was like, Oh, I'm gonna go crazy. And then Richard Stanley pulled him aside and like was like, Can you just take it down like fifty percent? Fifty percent for the next scene. And then they shot the dinner scene where he was lovely. And then the next scene he was like, Now ramp it back up. And he was like, Oh, I'm gonna play a girl." It was funny. Yeah. Weird. It was
2: weird.
1: But Joe, where where do you wanna rank this on your on the Nick List?
2: I think because it was I I think it's it's definitely bad but I think it's fun bad okay. so that's why I would put it in good bad
1: alright there it is there it is unanimous decision good Man, good, we're
2: bad. gonna get roasted for putting the vast of night in bad bad and putting this in good bad uh, you, you like, are, hey
0: dude, it's, it's you know taste man it's I personal. mean not
2: like you guys everybody that's watching or listening to this knows where we fall on
0: no but like the important movie. things if you don't think we're right watch the movie and then mm-hmm. keep the opinion to yourself you know what I mean yeah <laughs>
1: You can,
2: you can <laughs> write us a short rebuttal if you want to you write should, into the actually, show. That's but a I mean, great
1: idea, Joey. it's a always, great idea. If you want to write into the show, go over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You have to pay to play. Uh, you back us at the $5 tier, and then you can write in your review of some of these movies if that's how you want to do it. Joe, does that sound like a good idea or is that a terrible I idea?
2: I think that's fun. Don't make it this, like, crazy long thing. I no, Keep it no. Twitter length. You know. You know how we play with this.
1: 280 characters or less. And if you don't do that, I will only read two. I will only read two hundred and eighty of your characters. It just on cut off harshly. But I you don't cut start you right off at two hundred and eighty.
0: Don't don't start at the beginning. Just like move it around in the middle. No, I'll, pick, yeah. I'll pick
1: whatever two hundred and eighty I want. If it's the end, I'll pick, of course I'm going to pick the ones that's like. But Nick. And then I'll I'll skip a couple lines like was right yeah. a couple lines all the time that's what I'll do for you guys but I love that if you guys want if you guys have rebuttals for this we will do a rebuttal section next week um and chat thank you for being my uh, correction uh, here I'm gonna probably rely on you guys a lot more from here on out uh,
0: also right. wait one more thing while we're talking about this I went to buy this movie on Vudu which is where we watched it and um it it was like I want to say. $10 or something and for like 15 You could buy the double feature and get Mandy as well so <laughs> Just saying I don't We don't have to put it on the week on this week's uh, list. and I, I actually I think don't Think we should no let's take a break Don't watch Mandy. yeah at some point I I, I'm
1: I, I I think we're unanimous about this We we will watch Mandy at some point but Please God Not let's get week. at least a couple yeah. Weeks break but we from do, this, do now filmmakers.
0: own it On the company's voodoo account
1: <laughs> That is that is good to know yeah. that is good to know uh, all right, last up, obviously, we talked about uh, watching The King of Staten Island, which is Pete Davidson and Bill Burr and Marissa Tomei uh, and Steve Buscemi in a movie that is largely autobiographical about Pete uh, – Pete, I said Pete Holmes. Pete Davidson. Uh, Pete Davidson's real-life experiences with his father uh, who was a firefighter who died in 9-11. Of course, this does not broach the topic of 9-11, but it does broach the topic of him losing his father and being lost himself. Um, what do we think of this?
2: Go for it, Kev.
0: I, uh, I love this movie. I enjoyed like I'm not a big fan of uh, Pete. Just something about him, like the I when it comes to his acting, I feel like so many times it feels like he's about to break, like when because he's done a bunch of stuff on SNL. He right? does he
1: does have a Jimmy Fallon vibe where it's mm-hmm. like, are you going to keep this scene? How yep. how in the scene are you? Are you, you? going to be able to make I, it? I, but I think I that's feel part like, of his charm, just like Jimmy's charm.
0: I feel like it really really worked in this movie because he plays this character that's just kind of like doesn't care about anything and like. His acting kind of goes with that, like the way he handled a lot of the scenes. And I feel like all the supporting actors around him were 10 out of 10. Bill Bill Burr, right? Yeah. Awesome. Oh my God. He was so good. And um, I I don't usually do this, but I was listening to the Joe Rogan experience for last week's, and it was
1: Bill Burr. And it was like, You don't have to be ashamed.
0: No, no, no. no, no." I mean, well, it's just, it's funny because, like, I actually. i really don't like uh joe rogan like i feel like a lot of his opinions are really like un- unnecessarily harsh and intense and like that's why i enjoyed the bill burr episode so much because he's he keeps knocking him down a peg or two and like they disagree oh, right. well they're old friends it is yeah. nice to see yeah. them disagree. And it, it, and so that's really cool but um yeah bill burr's character was just so well done and to like hear him talk about like making this movie in that Joe Rogan experience and how he's like, ah, it was the first time I had to really act where they were like, OK, now open the door and like just look at her like you fall in love for the first time. And he's like, how the hell do I do that? And but then seeing the scene it, the next it was like two days later that I like watched the movie and it was like, oh, this he did such a good job. Good
2: for him. Yeah, I
1: agree. Joe, what would you think?
2: I mean, I'm a sucker for an Apatow movie, really, in all forms. Um, I think it's a really interesting slice of life kind of vibe. I don't really have like a particular feeling about Pete Davidson. Like, I don't know a lot of his stuff, so I don't really have like a vibe on him. But like, I feel like this probably wasn't like a huge jump in acting for him. It seemed very like, obviously, because it's so autobiographical in nature, Um It's just very – he's so, like, blase kind of about everything. Mm -hmm. I thought this was, like – I hadn't thought about Marissa Tomei in, like, a role like this in a while because I just think about her as Aunt May. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, this is, like, kind of a fun version of her and, like, especially the relationship that she has with Bill Burr I think is really good. The fact that – The relationship
1: uh, she has with her sister is my favorite part of this movie. It's so good. uh, uh,
2: one of the Apatow daughters plays the sister, which I thought was – I thought she was really good. And she Shut goes up. through this whole thing. I watched some video or read something about how, like, she auditioned for this and she didn't want to just get it because it's her dad's movie. And, like, right. I thought she was really good. And, like, I think that she and Pete Davidson had a really, in like – the dynamic and how, like, kind of contentious it is based on the differences in growing up and when their dad died was really good. I like that Jimmy Tatcher is just randomly in the baseball game love it. scene in the Love background. it.
1: He's one of the firefighters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, so funny I, in it. He's like, like the new rookie that they give shit to. It's so funny.
2: Yeah, and I was just like, who, wait, is that that? And so that was just, like, a fun thing. Like, I think it's a good story. And I think it's – I really liked it. And, like, who doesn't love a movie that has – one headlight in the middle, where they're like all singing it at that party kind of scene.
1: Oh, are you kidding me? That's oh, yeah, good. absolutely. I um I agree. I echo all these sentiments. I want to give a shout out to Bell Powley who plays the the his sort of on again off again girlfriend. Yeah, she was awesome in this. Totally. Um, and I actually, you know, I, at first I was like, oh god, is Pete Davidson going to annoy me in this because of his style of acting is so sort of standoffish? Mm-hmm. But I think they did a really smart. Thing in this. I think he recognizes that I, I like how they approached mental illness in, in this. He recognizes that he's depressed, um, and he doesn't know how to solve it. And that's sort of like to me, that normally would have been what the movie would have been about. But instead of that, it's about exploring, like, I'm sorry, him discovering that would have been the 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 climax of the movie. Like, oh my god, I do need help. But he knows he needs help, which I think is more important to show because. Like figuring out that you need help is 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 not as essential as once you recognize that, what do you do? Like how yeah. do you move on with your life after you're if you're still suffering depression from a tragedy or for other means, right? Um and so I shouldn't have said mental illness, I meant mental health, by the way. Um, but I think that they I think they handle that so well. I think he is self-aware to know enough to know that he has a problem, but doesn't have the tools because he's too young and didn't have potentially someone to help guide him through this. Um, and that's to 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 solve that problem. And so I think. It's so cool when he gets into a group of a a support group of the firefighters, who can sort of like who can sort of show him a a better way of being, um, and help him get a little bit more discipline, and help him understand that like maybe having a goal could potentially be a direction for you to climb out of this depression and start and start building your life a little bit. Was cool. That's why you know spoilers for the end of the movie. I I love the ending because it's not about everyone living happy happily ever after. Yeah, it's just about him sort of getting set on that path. To 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 being a better person, to to being you know happier, and I think they did it. I was like blown away by this. I was like, damn it, I fucking really like this movie. Um, and who doesn't love Bill Burr screaming the word fuck over and over again with a giant just handlebar mustache?
2: Oh my Phenomenal. gosh, that stash is all over. I also want to give a shout out like the see, any of the scenes that Pete Davidson had with Bill Burr's kids in the movie was like surprisingly endearing, and I was like not really expecting that. Of like, man, like you he does have this other side but it's just like caught up and like i think overwhelmed with the idea of like how do i even start to do this and you see that in the scene with um after like all the college parting when he's talking with his sister of like she's like well you could come here and he's like well no i could and what would i do and i didn't even graduate high school and she's like well you could fix that and he just kind of like like goes in a spiral of like well i can't and i can't and i can't It's just, like, interesting to see him process through that throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's that that classic feeling like you're in a place that's so low that you can't dig yourself out of it and not having that perspective from other people around you to say, hey, you're still young. You still got plenty of time to do with your life whatever you please, uh, but feeling like you're lost. And I think they nailed that, too. Sorry, Kev. What's up? Oh, I was just going to say he does a good job. I'm he right. can hear us, or do you think you can? No? But it was like okay. echoing out of his speakers, and I wanted to do. Yeah, a I
2: can.
0: Sorry about that. No. I uh, lost the USB it. there. I was saying he does such a good job of like portraying, especially in that that moment where his sister's like, "Oh, this this you could be here," and he's just like he very quickly becomes like, "Look at all the steps that are ahead of me. I'm so right. lost in like the overwhelming. To, to fix that. Yeah, it's so o- overwhelming. Yeah, great movie. I really enjoyed it. Shocked great. how much I liked I'm gonna- it.
1: I'm going to go on a limb and say we're putting this as good good.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. Uh, next week, we got to decide. We have Twister on the list already, uh, ready or <clears> not, <throat> not, on the list as well, um, which I, I, I've been wanting to watch. This is a good excuse to do it. What do we want to do for a third movie? I've put out Lost Boys, but you guys do not have to uh, indulge in my 80s fantasies of going back to my youth. What do we feel like should be third? Should I would- I, Actually, you know what? Before we decide, let me read the Patreon responses uh, that people have recommended. Um just so you guys can get some uh, other other options for movies you might want to watch this week. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. if you want to write in the show with a rebuttal, uh, or just unanimously agree with our opinions on all three of the movies you just did you can go over to patreon.com slash kinda funny back us at the fan mail tier and we will uh, sort through those responses and read the best ones out there. Uh if you use the word bananas a couple times, I'll really appreciate it because it's my new favorite word to <laughs> describe things that are fucking bananas. bananas. Uh let's see. You
2: can also uh, write about the stuff that we're talking about next week too. So it's that's like true. a more cohesive discussion. It's I like true. it more and when they just smart.
1: they just shit on us. Chaotic. That's more fun. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Kono, the destroyer has said, uh, or the barbarian, excuse me, that Kono the destroyer, when you back us for three months, you get the sequel. But for right now, (laughs) you're just Kono Kono and the barbarian. The
2: evolution.
1: Exactly. Because the destroyer was terrible. So maybe I won't say that. Anyway, he said, I recommend the hell out of Mr. Iglesias on Netflix for some easy watching. I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of uh, Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias going on, but I am now because of his show. It fills a gap in my heart of sitcoms uh, of uh Drake and Josh or George Lopez quality. The humor is surprisingly adult and there isn't there's there isn't a constant bad language or anything offensive. The high schoolers and teachers are super likable and relatable characters too. On top of that, you'll constantly get the theme song Iglesias stuck in your head. Uh check her out, best friends. Uh this is actually something that I saw the preview for and I was like, I'm never gonna watch this show. And then after the preview I was like, that's pretty funny. I definitely I need to fill the void in my life left over from that 70s show because the season eight is fucking horrible. So I'm going to stop watching that show. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: wait, I'm sorry. What I, show did they recommend?
1: It's called uh, Mr. Iglesias. Oh, I see. It features uh, – uh, what is his name? Gabriel Fluffy. He goes my It's Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. He's, a, he's a stand-up comic. He's yes. super famous. Uh, next up, we got my recommendation for The Nicklist is Kung Fu Hustle. I don't know if you guys watch many martial arts films, but this one has uh, Stephen Chow humor. It's entertaining and has great action, a modern Kung Fu classic. I'd like to see how you guys rate it on the Nicholas scale. And right now, it's easily uh, it's it's easily streamable on Netflix. Don't know if it's dubbed though or not. It says Mitchell V. Have you guys seen Kung Fu Hustle? It's one of it's my awesome. favorite movies of all time. Yeah, it's really really
0: good.
1: Yeah, uh, that's definitely a good recommendation. Yeah, suggestion. And then uh, let's see, uh, Zombie High X23. Says suggestion for the Nicholas. I bought it up, brought it up last week. But everyone really needs to watch A Silent Voice on Netflix. It's an emotionally gut wrenching, but beautiful movie. and needs to be taken, uh, t- talked about more often. Thank you, and stay safe. Uh, that's a really really good one. Oh, and then Thomas Evans had a great great thing to write because I've never seen this film he said I just got the uh, 4k Blu-ray for Lawrence of Arabia never uh, uh, seen it before well, we heard it good- that's it a <laughs> best picture nomination for or, uh, got best picture in 1963 hope that might interest you totally a little different departure from what we're normally used to watching yeah, yeah
2: that's definitely- a that is a very specific recommendation here's okay I'm gonna throw this out there as a thing of, should we take Twister off because we if they're making a sequel, it. we know that we can push to do Twister in review if we don't do it on this.
1: Yeah, but also Twister.
2: But also, and like, what do you want? Gonna... okay?
1: But if you're gonna make a recommendation, to take it off. You got to make a recommendation to put well, something. So on I have a recommendation
0: that I want to make. A movie I've wanted to see for a long time called Villains. Okay. Okay. Villains. Give me the about? pitch on it, Kevin. So these kids break into this house, right?
1: Oh, is this one with uh, Kira Sedgwick and the guy from Burn Notice?
0: That sounds right.
1: Yes. Stop. We're watching it. Awesome. Stop. I don't know they what this <laughs> I'm, don't to I'm talk, sorry. Talk. I We're watching it. Joe. I
2: getting Joe,
1: Joe here's, I here's what the list is going to be. Twister, Ready or Not, and Villains. I feel like that's a, solid that's a great list. list. At some point, we will watch a Silent Voice. Wait, I Joey, might just watch that on let, my own. Let, let me.
2: Oh, C- yes, can I-, I just I saw the poster and I yep. 100% am it. Okay,
0: in. cool. Awesome.
1: Um, Alright, there you are. Cool.
0: There. Um,
2: also, Twitch. I will. CJ Rock has also been saying Just Mercy while well, it's free. Okay, I'm done posting mm-hmm. this. I have Damn, seen cool. it. Oh, That's also an option. Uh, I also want to talk about, really quick, something that I don't think is worth putting on the nick list, but I would be interested in hearing specifically your guys' opinion just on the production side of thing, is a TV show that just came out with its second season on Netflix. It's called Dating Around. I know that dating stuff, like all those things aren't really your guys' thing. But the premise of it is that there's one person who goes on a date, who goes on the same date five, with five different people. I watched so the first like season. So it's like the same, yeah, the same restaurant, the same, they're wearing the same thing. And the way that they edit it, so it seems like it's one cohesive date night. So really cool.
0: It is really Anyways. cool. The way is it? It's the same as, as the first season, right?
2: Yeah, they just yeah. have a second season that yeah. dropped last
0: week. The, the the way they edit it is really cool because like it's one of those things where you realize oh people talk about the same things on the first date like you know yeah
2: and it's yeah. just like it's but so like, smooth they and
0: can like- go so dramatically different depending yeah. on like what the what the person wants to convey you know.
1: Yeah, that sounds really cool, actually. Uh, it's too bad I have to watch Twister and Ready or Not in Villains <laughs> next week. Right? Uh, real quick, for,
0: uh, so. for those that don't know, Twister is available on Netflix, Villains available on Hulu, and Ready or Not is available on HBO, according to Just Watch.
1: Bada bing, bada boom. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm
2: also committing to watch Just Mercy because it's been on my list, and I want to watch it before it leaves everything. So I add will add that to my list as well. Have a special thing just to talk about that next week.
1: Well, there it is. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's been your screencast for this week. Uh, Thank you to my co-hosts, Joey and Kevin. Uh, We, of course, will be back we uh, Well, back tomorrow, uh, if you guys want to watch us do Lord of the Rings, uh, The Return of the King Part 1, that's going to be around 11 or 15 here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Uh, if you're, of course, watching this on YouTube, please leave a comment in the comments below letting us know what you thought of these movies or any other uh, things that might come off the top of your dome. But anything we said here the news stories. And, of course, if you want to back the show on Patreon and potentially be a part of it, go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, back us at the $5 or above tier and just start writing. But, again... 280 characters and I get to pick which 280 <laughs> characters those are. so just be aware. And thank you guys all this week. Thank you to uh to Thomas Evans Zombie High X23 uh Mitchell V and Kono the barbarian for your suggestions. All great suggestions and uh, actually uh Connor, I think I might start watching uh Mr. Glacius because I need an- an- another kind of fun. You know, you need like lighthearted shows every once in a while to watch cuz Man, Colorado out of space. Is yeah, be some you <laughs> <laughs> uh guys, we love you all. Stay safe and we'll see you next week.